Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name is Adam, I play as Vons. We both use he him pronouns. Vons is our furry little fox folk alchemist friend in the party who's uh, currently snoozing. I'm Erin, I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns. Erisene uses she her pronouns. I I think Erosine doesn't have anything going on, which is weird, but good? I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. Um, Wealthy is currently watching Vaughn sleep. I bet it's <laughs> real cute. No. Or it has some real weird twilight energy. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns, and Grix has just uh, uncovered treasure and uh, is feeling pretty pretty proud of himself. Uh, pretty excited to figure out what's going on and uh, get back up and rub all of his friends' noses in it. <laughs> Vons loves rubbing his noses in things. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we would treasure and or you could use it to rub other people's nose and how great we are. You should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. What the fuck was that? It was a bad segue, Aaron. That's what it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was such a bad segue, buddy. I was proud of the treasure part, and then I decided to go for the nose, and then it just didn't work. Uh, Two on the nose. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, you should do that because it'll help people find us. It'll make us feel good about ourselves, and you should do it for every other podcast you listen to, too. Yeah, you'll, you'll It'll help just them as- in the same ways. You'll be just as cool as our moms who listen to this. <laughs> Multiple moms. Well, at least some of our moms. At least two. <laughs> at least two. Cool. All right, Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. Uh, it was a real Grix-heavy episode, which I think we were all really into. Grix finished his date with Corva, where they seem to have gotten along swimmingly. Grix got some... Uh, interesting information about how Corva spends her time outside of work. And then they had a deep kiss. We all considered the ramifications of the logistics of that. And then Grix went to the brewery to tell uh, all of us what is going on with him. And uh, he argued very, very strongly after hearing uh, Wealthy's discussion, or uh, after hearing about Wealthy meeting Jacund in the flooded eel tunnel, Grix wanted to go downstairs right now, like literally right now. And we were all like, right now? It's nighttime. We all have to go to work tomorrow. Vaughn's has some impulse control issues. Long story short, yeah, Grix ended up going downstairs by himself and met Jacund. That was pretty great. Uh, because he ended up helping Jagund open the hidden door. And so they split the loot, uh, including one of the, the conduit machines and um, a large but not massive crystal. We also uh, all get a discount at uh, Jack's Emporium on the third level of the tunnels. So that's cool. Wealthy did the sleep study with Vons tonight, and Vons started to hear the ocean, and uh, Erosine just sort of fucked off after the meeting, so yeah, possible to say what's going on with her. Uh, really, it was truly all about Vaughn's, or it was it was all about Grix, 
It was really all about Grix. We all were very into how much it was all about Grix. The Vaughn's Grix thing is an easy name slip to do, isn't it? It sure. is. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all about that Grix. <laughs> well, yeah. all right. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to come up with a, a title for last episode, but I, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't come to me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just fumbling. Oh, Grix goes down. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's Rick's very clickbaity. God damn it. <laughs> Ian's like, I want to stop having such sexual titles. Oh, see, I was thinking that it was a reference to Igby Goes Down, but I guess that's just me. Oh, uh, there are many ways it could have not been a sexual reference. I am just broken inside and or wired inside in a very weird way. <laughs> and everything's a euphemism, apparently. <laughs> Everything is a euphemism. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So... Wealthy Bonds, you're doing mm. a sleep study. Mm-hmm. Bonds, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. This is going to be fun. Of course it is. I'm running the game. Okay, just roll a 17, which is awesome, uh, plus whatever my wisdom is. Uh, my wisdom gives it a plus zero, and plus my level, that puts it at 21. So that uh, that ocean sound I'm hearing, that's totally a seashell, right? Vaughn's found a seashell? <laughs> well sleeping <laughs> sure just <laughs> keeps one by his bed for decorative purposes that he you know, he doesn't he's he has no idea what a seashell's for i'm sure that'd be a curiosity to him mm-hmm. sorry i'm looking something up and failing uh <laughs> i can keep vamping uh <laughs> <laughs> no i got it yeah so you got a 21 yeah so you do hear the ocean however you manage to keep it to a few bits of hearing it before it fades away and you're able to sleep somewhat normally and wealthy, you observe Vaughn sleeping. It becomes kind of fitful, starts tossing around a bit, but settles out within the first hour or so, and then seems to sleep pretty normal after that. Does Vaughn's run in his sleep? I don't know. Does he, Adam? Like dogs do. Dude, that's not even... That That sounds like a thing that a character would do involuntarily, which I don't think is up to the player's choice. <laughs> yes, but I'm letting you... I don't know. You, I, I, I think it's your choice to say whether you're doggish enough. I imagine he does. I mean, he is dog, okay. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I think Vaughn's especially has a has some extremely keen behaviors. <laughs> probably, yeah, and and probably a little bit more increasingly when he's like drunk or whatever. He's <laughs> had too many fumes. Just starts barking at cars. Like how my Texas accent comes out. Vaughn's wealthy. Mm-hmm. You make it through the night with relatively little incident. Wealthy, make a Constitution check for me. Vons, when you wake up after a nice night of rest, your friend who was watching over you, wealthy, the kindest, the most responsible, is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But clutching, clutching onto that rope. (laughs) What does wealthy dream about? (laughs) Wealthy dreams about things you don't need to know about. So There's a lot of cake involved. There's a lot of cake involved. So still Erisine. Is, is it a very saucy cake? Because it sounds Damn. like a very saucy cake. <laughs> bit of cheesecake. <laughs> All right. So you two make it through the night, okay? Grix. What's up? We get back to you. You are in a small laboratory behind a secret door in Dr. Groves' office. Yeah. So uh, tell me about this uh, machine. Yeah. So it's seems to be pretty well built into this lab bench. Mm-hmm. It's probably about the size. If you turn like a 
coffee shop's espresso machine on its side, so it's taller rather than wide. That's okay. about the size you're looking at. Oh, cool. Okay, so I can definitely get it out of here. Yeah, it's hefty, but not incredibly so. Mm-hmm. You you might need a hand, but... Well, you would. You're pretty small. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely transportable. All right. I, I, I get across the room, and I get a running start, and I run at it and push as hard as I can. Uh no I could I can I can borrow photos, and this lab this lab uh lab work table is the back end of it does this connect directly to the wall it's carved out of the wall in that section, mm. not the machine the machine is freestanding the machine is bolted to the desk itself but okay. if you but undo bolted. those bolts and you yeah. um, undo its connections to the conduits in the uh, coming in from the ceiling you should be able to remove it it looks like okay. something complicated that you would need to be careful with. And uh-huh. ideally disassemble as little as possible since you don't know how it works. But Oh yeah. yeah, no, I don't want to disassemble it. I want to get somebody big and tough down here. Ideally, probably Photios or uh Wolfman or uh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I-, I figured and I mean you're an engineer, you know that if you can move yeah. a complicated machine in one piece, it's better for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely I pocket the big crystal. Okay. And I'm gonna load up pocket. any of the stuff that sorry? So do you have a big bulging pocket? Just this is the size of like a human fist. So, well, I put it in my I don't know. I, yeah. I'm I I have a, I have a satchel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was mostly just using that as an opportunity to reemphasize <clears throat> the size of this thing. Yes, yes, it's big, uh, bigger um, than my arm needs or yeah. can fit. I am also going to gather up anything else that uh, that Jack left behind. Okay. Are you just waiting, or are you kind of keeping an eye? No, out? I'm, I'm maybe I'm trying to bargain for things like. Well, are you waiting oh, for Jack to be him. done before making your choices of remaining items? I I told him that I was willing to let him take everything except for the crystal and the the machine. Okay. But I also said if there's anything that he doesn't want, like uh, I'm gonna snap that up too. But so I'll take his excess. But okay. the only things I really specifically wanted were the the machine and the crystal. But I'm also going to immediately grab everybody and go to his emporium. Yeah. Okay, so he clears out the nicely sorted container of material components and Mm -hmm. kind of all the organization stuff in addition to the components itself. Yeah. I'm also going to, like, I'm going to help him so he doesn't, like, ruin anything. Okay. Uh, He seems to more or less know what he's doing, but he, especially after you are kind of describing for, like, something that's particularly delicate. Yeah. You know, oh, this is a good way to move it. He mm-hmm. starts letting you help without too much problem. Okay. I'll also, I'll be nice and I'll, I'll tell him stuff, what stuff is, if I know what it is and it's not in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, make an intelligence check I'll... just for sure. looking over all this stuff. Yeah. I'm also not going to lie. I'm using it to scan what he's taken. I am shocked by this development. Uh-huh. Intelligence. Well, I have an intelligence that is positive. It's uh 10. Modified 10. Nope. 11. Ooh. Well then. So, I mean, this is a lot of stuff. You are, you use material components, but relatively mm-hmm. few, at yeah. least for your current loadout. That yeah. said, you don't know exactly what all of them are, but you recognize shiny shit when you see it. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely some ground gemstones of various sorts in here. Some just straight Tough up fun. gemstones and at least a couple of like lenses and carved pieces of glass and stone and things like that. Oh man, he got a good deal. Along with things like, you know, bat guano and other yep. glamorous objects. Bat. Bull testicles. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
Oh, you can't do, you can't use, oh, I, this is Pathfinder, or this is Jesus, not, this is not Pathfinder, this is Castles and Crusades, we're a Castles and Crusades podcast, <laughs> so not, uh, not Pathfinder, uh, so I was, I was thinking about uh, Bull's Endurance. <laughs> yeah, he probably got a better deal out of this. Probably. And I also, I got, I got nothing, yeah, no, this is fine. Um, I'm just going to ingratiate myself with him and, you know, uh, try to, try to make buddy-buddy with him, so that- okay. You know, he'll maybe set some stuff aside for me. Maybe he'll, uh, you know, maybe we'll get to the shop and he'll be like, yeah, you know, you help me 20%. Okay. Uh, make a charisma check. Sweet. Uh, nope. What's your total? Nope. Uh, nine. Okay. You know what? I used all my rolls last time. I remember yeah. last time I had hot rolls. Yeah. Okay. So he'll just, that's not such a horrendous failure. It yeah. will cause any problems, but. Right. Yeah. So he finishes sorting through stuff. And kind of, you know, gives you a nod and yeah. Yeah. What time you go open tomorrow? Like 8 PM. Great. Well, today at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there right, right. away. Pleasure. Bye working with you. Yeah. Be good. He's out. Oh, uh, Hey, can you put a mark on this door that says, uh, it's claimed and, uh, that the, the stuff, the last thing in here. Cause I need, I need a bit to grab that machine. I'm not gonna be able to take that out myself. I'll, I'll leave my mark up. I'm okay, guessing sweet. we don't have one because you don't know what they are. And I don't, but uh, I am also so. gonna, um, I'm gonna like try to find something that I can use to make a mark. I don't know, like uh, some charcoal or something. There's a whole bunch of charcoal in this room for some reason. Awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the outer room, not this room. Yeah, the outer room. Yeah, uh, I take a piece of charcoal and uh, I write uh, uh, just like the most obscene draconic. I'm gonna like eat your face off and you know throw you off the city if you take the machine that's in here kind of gives it a look it's quite the statement yeah thank you that's my mark all right <laughs> i say that all the time <laughs> hey wit can you come up with what you actually say because he, he did Ericene say yeah speaks draconic speaks oh I, I'm, draconic. I, that, that was it that was it i'm gonna you and throw uh, you off the eat city. your fa- face off and throw you off the city if you take the machine from this room. And the exact draconic word being used for eat is the one that implies like devouring messily and with great And pain. like with gusto. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to take pleasure in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you mark up that. Jack Sweet. heads off. Sweet. You are left with a small pile of papers and a couple of books that Jack did not Sweet. seem interested in along with a couple of minor lab instruments. Think like you know, vials and mixing spoons yeah. and other things that are core but extremely yeah. basic. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna load up a like a, a a box or something or some bag, burlap sack, whatever I can find if something got left, okay. or just my. If not, then I'll just load up my uh, satchel in my uh, pockets with what I can, and then head out. Yeah, there's a. It looks like this particular room has stayed pretty dry, so there's a very old but seemingly still functional a uh, small wooden crate that was tucked under the uh Great. tucked under the I lean towards so papers can... but I take as much as I can and okay. then I'm going to head out. Yeah, you can fit all the papers, the books, and you can fit pretty much all the stuff he left you that wasn't the machine. Right, right. At least of any value. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving the machine um I'll uh, obviously and uh I'll leave any other stuff that's not useful. If I don't okay. think Vaughn's would want it for his lab, then I'm not going to worry about it. All right. You head on out. Uh, when you get to the front door, yep. the 
that a padlock has been left, but the key is in it now. So you can actually lock the store if you want to. Oh, sweet. I do. All right. And you are free to head on back to the surface and resume your life. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. I go back up and I, I send uh, Bartholomew and uh, then I go to work. Probably. Okay. Uh, what does Bartholomew say? Bartholomew say? Bartholomew is saying to everybody, uh, hey, so fun fact, I went down and uh, helped Jack clean out the rest of the room. Uh, he was almost done already. And uh, we have a discount at his store. Meet there at 8 p.m. Here it is. And we'll get what we can from what he looted. All right. So you go and PS you head die. to work. <laughs> so oh, nice. you get yeah. this message pretty early in the morning. Relatively speaking, um, Ericene, you are woken by this message. Is it actual Bartholomew? Uh, it's Bartholomew riding on the shoulder of one of your servants. Aw. <laughs> Who is the one waking no, you? No, no, no. The what? servant comes in with the silver tray with the lid on it and opens it up and it's Bartholomew. And Bartholomew <laughs> has a silver tray with the note on it. <laughs> you know, it takes some time for them to set it up. That is exactly what happens. <laughs> Ericene like claps her hands and is like, oh, just what I always wanted. <laughs> Never seen a rat look smug before. <laughs> just kidding. You met Bartholomew. I'm sure he's looked smug at least once. I'm sure he has looked smug at least once. But, yeah. Thank you so much. And then I'll like take Bartholomew and uh, take the take the note. Okay. Like, oh, ooh, what the fuck? <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Is everything okay, miss? <laughs> and I like look at Bartholomew. I'm like, were you with him? <laughs> Bartholomew just, uh, yeah, fuck it. Bartholomew nods. Did he almost die or anything? Like, it's so weird for him to go down there and not almost die. <sighs> Short pause, shakes head. <gasps> oh my god, I'm bad luck. <laughs> Bartholomew stays carefully neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, you know, pet his like little little head and be like, um, can you feed him some like uh like nuts or something and uh let let him go again? I I don't have any reply. Oh, this... you're talking to your servant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. this is my servant. Uh, of course. I was like, then. you want but... Bartholomew to feed me some nuts and let me go? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know. It's fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, of course, Miss, and Bartholomew uh, just climbs up onto the, the servant's shoulder this time, and they head out. Yeah. So. Little fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, get ready gonna for say, work. Now, yeah, you're, you're going to work today? All right. Yup. Wealthy, are you going to work today? Yep. I slept pretty well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just maybe have a little bit of a crick in my neck from sleeping upright, but I'm fine. All right. And Vaughn's. I assume you are doing your. Uh... Well, uh, ideally, I think I think Vons would have seen wealthy and like sleeping, and he would have just like traded places with her. He would have like picked her up and put her in his bed. I imagine she's the only character in this game he can pick up. Well, Maybe no, make a strength check. Ooh, I'm sure you could pick up Grix. Yeah, Grix Why is probably significantly lighter than wealthy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Uh, I just rolled a 13 on a strength plus a zero, so I guess that puts me at 17. That's not bad. It's not a prime for you, but... uh, going to be a bit clumsy, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say you make it. Uh, Wealthy, you are, you are briefly disturbed, but not in a way that makes you fully wake up, as you are hefted slash dragged slash 
place slash dumped onto this bed. <laughs> yeah, it's not graceful, but you manage it. You weren't tucked in so much as rolled into blankets. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They're kind of the, the outer edge of the blanket's been thrown up over you. Man, I keep waking up in weird beds. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there's there's, too, many, there's right? too many things to say back to <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's a lot of layers. Um, but all right, so yeah, well, you. you wake up pretty well rested. And, and I go yeah. off to work. Yep, and Vaughn's, how are you spending your day? Well, wait a second. I confirm that Vaughn's is okay because I wake up and I'm not attached to it. I'm not, I'm not holding on to a rope connected to him anymore, so I go confirm he's okay first. Yeah, I was fine. Didn't didn't quite have the dream. Not 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 the full dream. Not not this. Uh, but there was there was water. There was more water. Didn't care for the water. But then but then I was fine. It it was like it was like a dream that teased me about the other dream, just to remind me that dreams still happen. But you know I was fine. I was fine. Okay. Erisine will sleep with you tonight. Okay. That what we're saying now. No NPCs in the scene. Is that how we're? Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> Erisine will stay with you tonight. Too late. The listeners already uh, shipped it, and uh, the, the oh my god, the listeners have the been shipping arts. it for literally like fifty episodes. The fan art's on its way, I'm sure. Yep, any day now. <laughs> Someday. It's like the rest of the fan art. We're sure it's lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> They're just taking their time. I mean, you know, watercolor, it, it, it takes a few tries. And then, and then, like, you know. Yeah, and, you know, oil paintings. They're take having a while to train the rats. <laughs> they want it to be authentic. That too. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So people go about their day, I assume. Uh-huh. Erisine. Yeah. What's your plan for this fine day working for your grandfather? Uh, you love I mean, so much, it's... and you guys have such a healthy, communicative yeah. relationship. I think I'm going to be like, uh, at some point, probably like just when he's getting back from lunch, um, I'm going to sit down in his in the chair across from his desk mm-hmm. um, and be like, so I want to know more. I want to know more about what you're doing. Because I don't understand. It like doesn't make any sense. And I've been trying to figure it out, but I can't, I can't figure it out. Tell me what, what? you, yeah. Uh, first <laughs> off, yeah, what's not wrong? Uh, second off, can you be a little more specific about your topic of curiosity? You keep, like, I keep, like, seeing all these different things about, like, how elves are better than everybody else. And like, I just, I don't understand like why you would need that. <laughs> Extra blunt. Yeah, that was a <laughs> real straightforward. For such a tactically uh, oriented character. Sometimes you got to play. <laughs> Truly, my opinion is that sometimes you have to just like ask the obvious question and sometimes you get information that you actually wanted from the way that they are being subterfugey. <laughs> yeah, I suddenly love the word subterfugey. <laughs> it's a good word. It's you a great like word. The, you just like the G in it. I mean, that is the primary change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It's the current topic of my study of history. I've had an interest in history since, well, before you were born, but recently ended up on this topic more in particular. 
Ooh, what brought you to this topic, though? Like, it's, I mean, it's not exactly like, you know, are you connecting, like, something that's happening now with that? Or, like, is it more like, you know, Erosine says something that would be the equivalent of, like, the Ottomans. (laughs) Is it like the, you know, like the fantasy Fantasy Ottomans? Fantasy Ottomans. Uh, for those of us who went to computer science school, <laughs> you let me know what you're referring to. Post-Romans. Oh, I just mean like anything having to like Erosine just names a you know past age, uh, like you know a group from a past age. Okay, so is it you were asking if it something specific brought him there, or if it was just like oh, it's part of a civilization I like to study or something? Yeah, basically. A little bit of both. There was a very strong line of thinking for a long time in elder society that we are superior to everyone else that was never properly proven in any way, but everyone seems convinced over millennia that it was the case. There's always holdouts and wanted to see if I could follow their logic. It's possible there's nothing there. It's possible there's something there. What does it look like to you at this point, though? Well, most of the people I would want to interview about the topic are dead, which is putting a bit of a hitch in the study itself. Well, like, you know people. You could get somebody to, like, you know, find a dead body on the ground and, you know, like a big, one of those big tombs we always heard about and, you know, get them to bring back the skull or whatever and, like, have a cleric talk to them. How much do you know about the logistics of both, quote, having a cleric talk to him? On <laughs> and getting to the ground in the first place. Not very much, admittedly. But, like, I don't know. You're an important person. I'm sure you could, like, you know, throw your weight around if you really wanted to know the answers to questions from, you know, dead people. Perhaps, but many people find this particular phase of my hobby distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this isn't work that we're doing? Or, like... This is work that we're doing. It's both. If you want to get into the subtleties of what constitutes work versus a hobby versus a charitable action, ask your grandmother. She will speak to it for a very long time. Fair enough. It is the work I currently do. So, like, is this the reason that you don't like me very much? Because, like, (laughs) I'm not 100% elf? Narrator, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the reason you don't like me very much? Because I'm, like, not 100% elf? And I say it with, like, an L Woods, what, like, it's hard sort of face. (laughs) I sometimes struggle with relating to you because I feel that you are not living up to your potential. Well, what is my potential if not all of the things that you raised me to be? Admittedly, your grandmother was more involved, but we... Tempted to raise you to be a child of nobility and you seem more satisfied to go around and drink, which admittedly is what a lot of children of nobility do. (laughs) But Yeah, it's literally all that anybody does. (laughs) It's more that you haven't seemed to develop anything else. You have no particular hobbies. You have no vocation that you've been called to do. Granted, I have a feeling I have perhaps missed at least one conversation about this. You and your grandmother are very good at glaring at each other without saying anything. I feel like whenever grandma tries to talk to me, she just uh, like ends up telling me why my existence sucks. So like, (laughs) I feel like glaring is probably the better of the 
two options. So, like, what am I supposed to do? Your grandfather is sizing you up a bit. I mean, that much is obvious, you know, the kind of yeah. intense look. Um, so, there'll be dice noises. Hmm. If you'd like, I can attempt to get a list out of her, but I believe your mother tried that several years ago with no success. She wants you to be prim and proper based on standards that, while I believe they are very useful, are also very old. Yeah. She would probably like it if I wore more, like, um, you know, turtlenecks and shit. Do they have turtles on the arcs? There's a few. (laughs) Perhaps. I think she also wishes you were more involved in charitable functions and societies and lunch groups and that sort of thing. The socialite portion of being a noble, which I personally never had much patience for. Hence, the study. But, like, what do you like about being like this? Other than, you know, books, and she, like, kind of, you know, makes, like, a an exaggerated, you know, gesturing with jazz hands kind of motion. <laughs> you mean working down here on the things I work on? Yeah. I would like to think at some point I can use my accumulated knowledge to help the world in some way. The world got a lot smaller when the arcs happened and after we lost contact with the other cities over the years. And Do you think they all just got like taken over or do you think they crashed? I would guess some combination of both. I was not particularly involved with the communications therein, such as there were, and I get the impression that things got spotty very quickly. But I would not be surprised to, if we ever go down to the surface for a significant amount of time, find a number of them having carved craters and valleys into the landscape. One of my friends thinks that we should retake the ground. What do you think of that? It's not a terrible idea, but it would be incredibly difficult, and frankly, a lot of people would probably die, and most people aren't willing to sacrifice themselves for something like that. Have you figured out how to make all the clouds go away? No. Have you done work on that? I did a small amount, but I was mostly Uh assisting other people, and frankly, most of them are dead, and most of those ideas died with them. Well, why don't you get more people involved in it? Like, what if we got, like, more, you know, like people who like could think about it harder like a think tank (gasps) like a think tank for the cloud (laughs) he what granddaughter your nose is bleeding slightly (laughs) (laughs) but uh it could have some value most of the nobility up here are very comfortable with the way things are i have fair mixed feelings on the issue myself but (gasps) what are your mixed feelings I've literally never gotten you to talk to me for more than, like, you know, three sentences in a row. So, like, I'm really just taking advantage of this as much as possible. And I didn't think he liked anything mixed. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's why he he drinks all his liquor straight. Neat. Yep. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But, so you're asking what the mixed feelings were? Yeah, what are your mixed feelings? I believe the arcs has become comfortable for too many people, and I don't mean that in terms of being able to live comfortably. I mean in terms of intellectual comfort. I think we are currently stagnating. I think that we will continue to stagnate, especially as more and more of the people, myself included, who knew what the ground was like and what it could be again die. Humans were always bad at learning from their own history because, frankly, they die very quickly. Most of the other races and species as well have this problem. 
That's why elves are the best. It's an advantage. Who are these people who, like, visit you in the middle of the night? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) We had some business to discuss that was sensitive. And the dead of night keeps away prying ears. Usually. Allegedly? What the fuck was up with that? I don't know. I've put in some inquiries with some people to try to find out, but they haven't gotten back to me yet because it hasn't been very long. And frankly, whoever that was was not recognizable. Yeah, the color changing was really freaky. It does make it hard to identify a person when none of their features really stay for any length of time. Sorry I freaked out like that. I was really tired and I really thought that there was like a ghost or something. It was very weird. And I can't explain why I thought that there was a ghost. I feel like it was like a dream. <laughs> hey, Erisane, make a charisma check for that crock Yeah, no shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked it took me, th- it took you this long to ask me to do a charisma check. <laughs> 17 plus 7 is 24. Jesus. Well, as far as I'm aware, you have very little experience in situations like that. Stressful situations. I am surprised you thought it was a ghost. I mean, I like... Have you never like woken up in the middle of the night and you're like, just like, everything just feels like a little off? That's what it felt like that, uh, that night, you know? Like everything was just a little weird. And so I was like, maybe it's a ghost, even though that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Sometimes things don't make sense. Like, what happened for real didn't really make sense, right? (laughs) I thought we were going to do a seance, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, there was an actual, like, thing in the room and it was, like, all color-changey, and I was like, maybe ghosts are color-changey. And then, like, you, like, you know, slashed it, and they bled. And that was really scary, because I don't know. I don't think I've ever really seen anybody, like, you know, get stabbed like that before. <laughs> Certainly haven't seen you, like, stab anyone before. I should let your charisma check rise for at least a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen anybody get stabbed. <laughs> Tough talk. No, why would Erisine see somebody get stabbed? Definitely never seen anyone get stabbed. No, no. When you get to my age, you don't startle from much waking up because at some point it's happened before. Most of the time. The seance is a proactive idea. But yes, whoever it was did bleed and... That's honestly quite promising in terms of finding out who it was. The blood stayed, and most creatures, if they are summoned magically, their blood doesn't stay when they leave. So oh, it was a mild concern. I wonder when they got in. I'm not sure either, but past a certain point, paranoia does no one any good. I will be increasing security, but I'm trying to find a way to do it in a way that does not anger your grandmother. <laughs> That's so, fair. The... Lockdown method seemed a little bit extreme for day-to-day operations. Yeah, I, li- I really can't imagine how we would continue to function, you know. Scheduled entry and exit times. Ugh. 
as I said, <laughs> not very practical. Well, good talk, Grandpa. What do you need next? And I like kind of, you know, stand up real fast. All right. Uh, make a charisma check because that's a weird way to end that conversation. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a nat one. Yeah, uh, that was weird, but. No, was it really any, like, truly that much weirder than the rest of this conversation? You were asking him a lot of questions and getting answers and then suddenly stopped. <laughs> it's the stopping that made it weird. I'm, I don't have a, I, I mean, you know, the nat one, I think, must think yeah. for itself. Yep. Nope, that works. I think that fits in pretty well. <laughs> I I try to look eager to like do my job. His face looks fairly neutral, and he instructs you to get another handful of books. Okay. Cool. That's it. Yep. <laughs> uh, do you want to do your standard I'm trying to spy and or figure out what's going on intelligence checks? I'll just do my standard I'm trying to understand what it is that he's like researching. Okay. Um, first, give me a do your job intelligence check at a d6 because you've gotten pretty good at this. Uh, that's 12 plus 4 plus 3 is 19. Okay. And then your spying int check. Uh, that's a 19 plus 4 is 23. Well, shit. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know most of this already at this point. Yes. You You do piece together that your grandfather has definitely been moving from old to new in terms of the thinkers that he's reading. And there's also been a drift towards things that are more scientifically rigorous. Keep in mind okay. in this setting, there's a lot of, it's a combination of kind of analysis of long-term historical trends and things with magic specifically. There is medical science in this setting, but it isn't really applied to this. Like there's not a super strong understanding of like, you know, genetics as a building block for all this kind of thing. Okay. Not even like a, you know, men... Mendeleev Square. Yeah, I think they're, that's about where they're at a little bit okay. past that. Like they can't, some of those long-term historical trends are statistics that are kind of helping determine that sort of thing. And at least one of the books you get appears to be someone's original notes on the topic rather than a published tome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing that. And that's pretty much the spying part of it too. There's nothing particularly interesting today. I mean, I feel like I did a lot there. Yeah, you got some info. <laughs> sure, that won't be a notable moment for your grandfather at all. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Nope. All right. And actually, at the end of the day, uh, your grandfather gives you an assignment. I'll like, I'll like, kind of like, uh, do the like, you know, bouncing, uh, like bouncing on my toes and like do like a little clappy. What? <laughs> <laughs> he hands you two different books. These, okay. these detail ancient elvish civilizations that were oceans away from each other. Read both of them, analyze them, and tell me what you notice the commonalities are and what are major differences between the two. Okay. I am assuming your finishing school taught you etiquette at some point. That may be a useful place to start in terms of thinking about cultural norms. Okay. But I leave it up to you. Impress me. Okay. And I'll, like, smile He gives eagerly. you a Gives you a little dismissal wave. <laughs> when do you want this by? A week. Okay. And I'll like do like a little like, you know, I'll do like a little uh, cheeky salute. All right. You just get that nod and he turns back to go back to his desk and probably wrap things up. Fuck off now. All right. You succeed in fucking off. Grix and Wealthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You go to work. Woo. 
You're doing anything special or are you just working a day? Just working a day. Oh god, working a day. Just just doing as minimal as I need to. <laughs> <clears throat> Someone was up all night again. I had a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Hope um, Bonds is okay. He's doing I fine. actually feel bad for Wealthy for waking up smelling like Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Grix and Wealthy, both of you make your own intelligence checks to do your jobs. Grix, take a D6 off the top of yours. Oh, for God's sake! And and what's the what was the um intelligence intelligence, intelligence? okay well nine apparently I'm a fucking moron nineteen with the d six taken off and with the d six taken off shit Greg you you rally somehow <laughs> and you do you do a great job you're getting things fixed I, I mean we know how I rally we know how I rally I go to Molly Ottens and uh, I say. Can I just have some grounds and I make a couple <laughs> lines and uh, <laughs> snort it? Molly looks concerned, but has learned to not stop you when you do this at this point. <laughs> you cannot be stopped. <laughs> so now when Grix breaks the fourth yeah. wall, he won't be sure whether it's fourth wall breaking <laughs> or just his routine. Yeah. Uh, wealthy, you're struggling pretty bad today, but you don't make any major mistakes. Oh, thank goodness. Was this basically part enrolling for like industrial accident yes yes it was <laughs> <laughs> takes a pretty bad roll but <laughs> all right so you two make it through your day everything's pretty normal uh-huh. and vons mm. you have a day yeah vons is continuing to work on his projects all of them okay How how's the working? brewery coming along it has advanced like one day since you last asked that question <laughs> neat <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a, well, like he a, like every a day. heads up display? Every day you ask that question. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Well, since it takes us like weeks to for a day to go by, I don't feel terrible about that. <laughs> yeah. <fair>. Yeah. <laughs> At some point here, there might be a time skip, but you are all just enough in the middle of stuff. It would feel very hard to try to put it in right now. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Vons, are you working on the centrifuge as part of your day? Yeah, centrifuge and keeping potions going, and uh, well, really, really. So he's he's primarily focusing on, well, obviously brewery operations, making sure his uh, urchin friend, whose name he's constantly forgetting, which I'm sure isn't a sign of disrespect, uh, is. Uh, here's here's something that I will give you as a mnemonic device to remember the name of the urchin. You know, the most famous urchin is Tiny Tim. Well, your urchin is named Mitt. <laughs> the opposite of Tiny Tim. Still small, though. Still small. Mm-hmm. Tim, Mitt. Mitt, Tim. So I'm sure that, uh, um, well, I want to make sure that Mitt is uh, taken care of and uh, selling, you know, enough to cover his uh, room and board and whatever. There we go. Um, there's that other shoe. Yeah. And he's taken care end. of was too, too kind. Yep. Oh, no, no. I can't let, I can't let Vaughn's get too, like... Yeah, kind. no, I, I would have actually called you out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's making sure that Mitt's holding up his end of the deal. <laughs> and um, Mitt, on average, has been doing pretty well. He seems to be struggling huh? today. Oh, struggling today? Hmm. Yeah. I feel bad. I'm trying to decide if Vons does. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Vons actually is as an employer. Uh, if we can call that this. Fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. So fucking awful. 
He doesn't even post those signs in the break room that you're legally required to post about like wage theft. Oh, they have that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent is, but also yes. Huh. Yeah, Vaughn's probably thinks this is a family business and that doesn't apply to him. Uh, <laughs> they realize don't apply to your family members specifically, which it is not. <laughs> Aha. And also, I really now, hope that's changed. Probably hasn't. Yeah, though. now Vaughn's is probably trying to figure out if he needs to like legally adopt Mitt in order to uh in order to skirt those laws. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't think that Vons realizes he's being horrible. Oh, I'm sure um, he doesn't. Um, he's he's someone who developed a philosophy of, like, fuck the man anti-capitalism in essentially a vacuum and doesn't get how <laughs> other people are affected by this and or affected by your actions. <laughs> how other people could identify him as the man. No, I'm not the man. That's that's BR tells. They're over there. Go see that guy. Um, yeah, so. But yeah, Mitt's had a number of tough customers today and is has not been able to handle any of them in terms of like, no, you really do need this thing. I am being honest with you. I'm not trying to upset. Oh, you're leaving. <laughs> cool. Oh, <laughs> that is a rough day. Um, yeah. Vaughn has seen a fair share of that himself. Yeah. No one understands the necessity of your of your swabs. And your so Vaughn knows what to do. He's going to make Mitt a name tag. And the name tag is just going to say expert. It's not even going to have his name on. It's just going to say expert. He (laughs) thinks that that will make people think that he knows what he's talking about. And that will help him sell more potions. Excellent. So you're you're essentially creating like the the equivalent of the Apple Genius Bar? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He is, and I'm upset about it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate every single thing that Bonds does. With regards to business. <laughs> so far, I have not heard anything that makes me like like the kind of businessman that he is. And I feel bad about that. But also, like, great job, Adam. It is very hard to, like, make me just really actively dislike. <laughs> yes, this is the part where we remember this is role playing. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm also enjoying the challenge of trying to figure out how... uh a busy teenager and a child are keeping your business afloat. <laughs> <laughs> By somehow being have more to responsible. Live here. <laughs> yeah, they it's no, they wacky uh it's a wacky comedy. That's they are they are both aware that they're the ones holding this whole thing up. So uh oh, Vons' real sure. concern is a mutiny. <laughs> That's true. Vons is like everything going on at Vons's shop is in a different genre than the rest of than the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big sitcom vibes. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So So uh Vaughn's recognizing that he's having a rough time and uh makes him a name tag. <laughs> he makes him a name a name tag and he um I don't know, Vaughn's wants to help, but he can't uh he can't so he's uh mm, by character limited to helping in ways that uh are beneficial to the business uh, how's lucky doing uh lucky's at school I believe it is currently fantasy wednesday and mm, school lucky night. has not graduated just yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a month or so away kind of thing so vons is going to half. look at mitt with like a little bit of a hard stare and just say uh so 
What's the deal with you? Do you have parents? <laughs> no, sir. Huh. No parents. Just kind of just kind of doing the what the live just alleyway stuff time doing that? Yes, sir. Hmm. What what did you eat before? What I was given, what I could earn money to purchase. Oh, well, that's affordable. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Did did you finish chiseling out your room yet? Not yet, sir. <laughs> I think I'm only 16 hours or so of work away, but I fell unconscious partway through yesterday evening. Ah. You gotta you gotta drink water. You know about the water, right? Part's important. Oh, oh dear. Is there something wrong with the water in this establishment? <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh, good. I mean, probably, but... But, no, better not be. That's where we make the beer from. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. No, we're we're making beer. You're probably better off drinking the beer, actually. There's no beer yet! Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Keep running into that. Keep running into that problem. There not being beer yet. Someday we'll get the idea across, like, you'll remember that there's no beer, but then we'll never be able to convince you that there is beer when there <laughs> eventually is beer. I don't think it's me that needs... I'm, I'm aware that the brewery is still in progress. I'm just not sure Vaughn's is. Okay. Vaughn's does seem to think that everything auto-completes while he's not looking. Mm-hmm. I, it's not an unreasonable <laughs> thought for him to have, I guess. It is when I'm running the world. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, this isn't cool. like cookie clicker? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job there, little buddy. Um, I'll get you more of that uh, that food you like. What did you say it was again? Just whatever? I'll get you more whatever. Go find you, you some, some whatever. Is, is there like a whatever shop that you go to? I, I believe they're called uh, grocery stores and markets, sir. Oh, okay. Okay. You probably obtain your ingredients at some of them. Do you do school? Because Lucky does school. I attend occasionally, sir. Uh Uh-huh. Probably have to get you some school at some point. I mean, I know a number of things already, but never finished. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you're you're doing great. You're doing great, little buddy. So good. And then (laughs) Vaughn's condescendingly like... Pat's Squirrels up his hair or whatever. <laughs> Rubs his belly. <laughs> God, that's that's so probably worse. more accurate. Scratching him behind the ear a little. <gasps> Who's a good construct? Who's a good construct? <laughs> <laughs> You're a good construct. <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. And yeah, someone else comes in and he goes off to attend to the customer. And uh, yeah, Vaughn's like peeks back and gives him like a big toothy thumbs up, which always comes off awkward and a little scary yep all right so now that you've uh, taken care of your shop side of things then going back to uh yeah if, if the shop and the alchemy lab and the brewery are in good shape then yep he's back to work on the centrifuge yeah uh, make an intelligence check for your brewery operation and make a second one for your centrifuge Okay, ooh, brewery operation rolled a nine on that. Uh, int, uh, we'll go with the plus five on a prime, so 14 on a prime. Okay, and centrifuge. The centrifuge, so 15. Uh, is that int? Yeah. So that's 20 on a prime. Okay, with the centrifuge, you are now, you, you figure out what you think some good materials would be to make the 
more mechanically driven version of it from. But mm-hmm. you are now officially out of your depth on building um, any further prototyping. To make any more progress, you need to bring someone in who knows this stuff. Ah, shit. Gonna need Grix. The nice thing about that in check is that in stark contrast to a lot of Vons's notes, you've actually developed a pretty good, you know, schematic and notes mm-hmm. setup, which Whoa. Grix will probably look at and go, that's not quite how that works, but it won't be a bunch of stick figures and wildly <laughs> out of proportion parts. Well, and... better yet, I didn't roll so bad that I kept going when I didn't know what I was doing. And yeah, L- like last time you'd started figuring out that you really needed to get someone to deal with mechanics for you if you were going to make this a usable thing that wasn't being swung around on a rope. And mm-hmm. now you've gotten to the point that you think you've reached your limits on that. So, yeah, it's always good to know when you need an expert. Neat. Mm-hmm. And there's no YouTube yet, so you can't just pretend you're an expert and hope. Well, hopefully he uh, takes some appropriate notes in uh, Grick's legible format. I imagine Grix and Vons have a weirdly easy time reading each other's notes. Right? Yeah. Imagine they're illegible in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, your brewery operations continue with pace. You hook some pipes together. You check on your test batch. You start mm-hmm. figuring out a nice way based on your alchemical setup to maintain temperature properly. This may actually work eventually. Maybe. Well, that would be good. Yeah. All right. Huh? And so the workday ends. Ooh. The most thrilling adventure of all. Day jobs. So you were all meeting at uh jackson porium yeah wait we are all meeting okay you, you all got it you I all got a rat suggested mm-hmm. you don't have to go you don't have to go but i wasn't i meant bonds because <laughs> adam seemed doubtful <laughs> yeah uh yeah just yep erisine is going to go put on her disguise which one just any um a disguise? the one where she looks like just not herself okay i'll roll a disguise check your charisma bonus on disguise. It's just plus seven. Just. <laughs> All right. And charisma is not a prime for you. Not a prime. Doesn't have to be. It's nice that you think that. It is nice that I think that. I love thinking that. <laughs> All right. You all meet up. So Vance doesn't know what's going on. Uh, so That's... he's. That's not true. Well, he got a rat. My... He, he got, got a rat. rat. He got a rat. Does he remember Jokund? Oh, um, yeah, although I'm kind of assuming you are meeting, you know, a couple corners away from this guy kind of thing, like, rather than one of you, like, sitting in front of the open shop awkwardly waiting for the other people to show up, like. Right. This guy, uh, Vons, Vons, doesn't like this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't, doesn't trust him. You don't know from the letter itself if that's the same Jack. Right. So, So, uh, Vons doesn't see that coming. But you do show up. Yeah, I do show up. Okay. And Wealthy and Grix and Erisine. Yep. You're all there. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. You show up. You head a couple blocks down. You find it looks like Jack has taken over what was probably a some sort of side room at some point. It appears to have been cleared out of anything in particular related to city infrastructure. It's hard to tell if it's like the top of a water cistern that got retired and, you know, bricked over or what, but basically large-ish empty room. The door is propped open and set across the doorway is a counter where Jack is sitting. And behind him, you can see in the light of several enchanted glowing orbs that are hung from the ceiling is a truly staggering array of stuff. Sweet. 
Yeah. So everything this... from books to toys to weapons to. So it kind of resembles a pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I don't know if it operates that way, but it has that same. Yes, we take everything. Mm-hmm. And well, he's very everything. attracted to the books. Ooh. We know. Okay, Ian. Uh, unfortunately, you realize you had to realize that this was coming. <laughs> we're gonna need an itemized list of everything in the shop and price so that we can decide what we're gonna spend our money on. Yeah, just go ahead and email that to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Tune in next week, dear listeners, because holy shit, do I not have that all written out? <laughs> <laughs> no, just teasing. But I know. How do you want to play this? Should we just tell you like what we're interested in, and you? I mean, first off, I guess yeah, what you're interested in, but most importantly, I think, Grix, so you've met this guy, Font. This uh-huh. is that guy you hate and don't trust. And mm-hmm. kind of how you all starting this interaction. Do I recognize him? Because I did spend a lot of time at the Oakley. You recognize him being around there. You don't know anything about him. Okay. It's He's a just, small floor. Oh, it's rock. one of those guys from the Oakley. Mm. Okay. Who appears to, you know, work there. As in working for Stanton. Can I do Stanton, a charisma check to figure out the vibe of everybody else? This would be wisdom if you're just going for vibes. Well, I mean, like, I want to see, you know, obviously Wealthy doesn't like him, and basically this is the wisdom. only- Charisma is the networking part of this, if you okay, wanted to fine. know how much you knew about him. Charisma's projecting. Uh, four plus six is ten. I know nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, you think, um, you think everyone's <sighs> chill? Everyone's cool. These people all play it cool. It'll be fine. Hey, Vons. That is like such a crazy lie to tell me. <laughs> I'm telling your character a lie. <laughs> Fair enough. Granted, Erosene's not stupid. None of these people have any chill whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Just a question of how it comes out. Speaking of though, Vons, <laughs> you get a you get a hello and welcome to the Emporium from Jack, who you now recognize as that guy. <laughs> Would Vons know if approach. he recognizes him? It would be a wisdom check to see if Jack recognizes you. Oh uh, yeah, Vons would try to do that. Let's let's see if uh, let's see if Vons knows. God, I can't take you all anywhere. Roll <laughs> seven. So seven plus. Why can't you four, take kerosene so places? Eleven. I, I'm speaking different. generally. Vons, you are positive that this guy does not recognize you. Oh no. <laughs> So, uh, okay, well, that determines Vons's behavior. Uh, Vons is quickly going to just uh, put his nose into a shelf and uh, find a reflective surface and kind of spy on him. Uh, you, are, you are restricted from entering the room pretty what? much by the counter itself. Ah. You can look at things. But you have oh, to look over the counter. Yep. Point. Speaking Got like it. pawn shops, it's basically behind a cage. That said, he, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for, it's all written in there and gestures at a ledger that appears to be just full of and very neat handwriting every item <laughs> you can also just ask or point at things but yeah some people get really thorough about it and this takes like three hours so i am going to uh make chitty chat with him all right make a charisma check to chitty chat in a beneficial fashion 12 plus 7 is 19 okay you're making some nice chitty chat so like how's it how's how's business? I feel like, you know, maybe you've been doing a lot of like clearing stuff out. We haven't found like a ton of stuff downstairs ourselves. Oh wait, sorry. That's not right. <clears throat> I'm thinking of how I want to do this voice. 
Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> now, now, uh, how, 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 <laughs> I appreciate no, I like this. I like this Julia Child that you're kind of landing on. Here. How, how, how well have you, how, how well have you been doing around this place? <laughs> Gives you kind of a look. <laughs> uh, pretty well, pretty well. Gives a side glance at Wealthy. Have some popular books available. I'm excited about selling. They're rare too. That, well, that's 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 great news. We always love a we always love a good book in this group. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm glad that I have never used wild. this voice before, it's and good. that I feel that I will not have to use this voice for very much going forward. <laughs> God willing, the creek don't rise. Well, I got a lot of good books. It's... Wow, wait, you really hate it that much? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Carry on. You got a lot of good books. Got a lot of good books. Great. Uh, you're, Erisine, you're geared up in your adventure under the earth gear, yeah? Uh, yes. Uh, got some good knives if you're looking to upgrade. What are we, uh, what, what are we, what are we, uh, what are we, what are, what are we looking at? On the on the knives, and I like kind of cock my eyebrow. Got some ones that are just nice and sharp, golden edge, better quality than you can usually get around here. Got one that can uh, introduce substances to whatever it has been stabbed into, and uh, got some ones with a little bit of the magic on them. What do all those go for, friendo? All hell of a lot, but it depends on the specific one. I mean. The GM will tell you shortly. <laughs> okay. But if other people want to ask stuff too, I can kind of roll all that into. Uh, Grix, buddy. Yeah. What are you um, looking, I'm looking for? for I'm looking for anything, anything book or paper wise about like our investigations into Dr. Groves's uh, dealings and the, sorry, not saying stuff. Well, um, uh, Anything to do with the machine that I have now, uh, or crystals? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So you basically are like, hey, do you have any more things related to the stuff from that lab or Dr. Groves? Yeah. Or kind of just go for the general? Yeah. I mean, got a lot of books from that lab. Some of them had notes in them, found out later, like the reference books and stuff. Okay. I don't know about you, but I got the vibe when we were in there that a couple things were missing. So. Oh, did you? A little bit, yeah. I mean. Wait, you're pointing at me? Why are you pointing at me? Uh, yeah, you're the one who was there, so not 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 what? that you took them, not that you. Took oh, okay, okay, uh, yeah. Just yeah. uh, this was a pretty fancy office, and despite the fact that about half the bookshelves seem to have caught on fire at some point, the well, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We I told you about that. That was us. I was trying to let you save face. <laughs> From who? I don't know. That, that was all of us. That was this group here. No, that was like literally. Well, it was literally all of us. <laughs> you need like a disguise in your, your voice, but not your history. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you need to gargle or something? I Aaron is bad at remembering which voice she's supposed to be using, <laughs> and it's not Devin. So like, yeah. <laughs> Devin has a nice uh, single switch you used to get over to Devin. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm frankly impressed y'all are still alive. You must be tougher than you look. Oh, yeah. You know it. I mean, no offense. But, uh, 
yeah, there was just some like weird spacing of books on the shelves in the main office, things like that. But I've cleared out some other places too of their fine reading materials. Uh, give me a minute. Let me see if I can find any. Do you want any books that are by Dr. Groves? Oh yeah, sure. I think I might have one of those. Hang tight. And he goes and starts okay. shuffling through the books. Or actually, before he goes, hey, bibliophile. Wealthy is looking at you. I do that nod, that that head jerk thing, yeah. Uh-huh. I have a fine selection of everything you saw in that cart. Asshole. <laughs> you want it or not? I, I want to look. Okay. Starts clearing off the counter a bit. I just want to look at them. I don't want you to show them to me. And uh, you. Oh, hey, you. Bonds, right? I think. Uh, nope. Nope, that's some other fox. Nah, this is Morty. Yeah, Morty. Oh. Now, Morty, Morty and I go way back. (laughs) Harrison, make a fucking charisma check, because that voice. (laughs) And Vaughn's actually make a charisma check to see if you can somehow bluff this ridiculous bluff at someone else. That's a one plus seven is eight. Oh, so sorry, I rolled a one two. On the die. It's a nat one on the die. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not doing any better. Well, okay, I'm doing one better. Jesus. So uh, although my charisma isn't better, so that's uh, yeah, it's still nope. How much is your bonus? Do you have charisma's oh, uh, flat for you, right, or is it minus one? Oh, dude, now I have to look it up. Do do do. Looking up a number. It's a minus one. Fuck. Okay, so you get a total of five. <laughs> yeah. All right, so things are being looked up, uh, but uh, he, sure, Morty. Yep, Morty. What could my fine emporium provide you with on this evening? Ha ha, customer's always right. <laughs> Assuming I have it. That's an important assumption. I mean, I think I'm just here to help carry things. Well, all right. Want a backpack or something? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so Jack goes and gets a huge pile of books. And brings them all over to the counter and, you know, big sets that are like half as tall as he is. Erisene, you are brought a couple of knives to look at as well. They are pretty much as described. A couple of them are truly masterful, um, masterfully made. There's a pair of masterfully made elvish uh, daggers that would basically be considered this game's equivalent of masterwork. And okay. the magic ones he puts out and says, I'm going to level with you. These have the, the stink of magic on him, but I'm... I'm no magician, so they cut well, I can tell you that much. As far as specifics, you'd need to get an expert in here. Happy to hold them for you until you get that expert, if you like the look of them. Makes, him nelsa- makes himself a nice charcuterie board with them. Uh, I turn to... Uh, I turn to Grix. Yeah. And say in uh, Draconic. Yeah. Uh... Do you have the ability to tell what these are? Like, what's magical about them? Oh, uh, not not today, no. Uh, uh, wealthy should be able to, though. I can t- detect magic. Yeah, I can't but today. We know it's magic, mine. but it's it's identify. It would be like an, ide- an identify thing. Yeah, I can't do that. That's, that's and, far more wealthy's wheelhouse than mine. Any of you need a pearl? I got that. Did he, did he say that? Yep. In Draconic? Yeah. Oh, shit. Or at least, no, he's, he speaks in common, but he's clearly, when you mention identify, he says that. He yeah, I don't have identify, so it, okay. you might want to take him up on it. 
Well, I mean, well, he's offering the casters. pearl for he's, the. He's offering the, the pearl material for the component. material component. Oh, okay. Not I suppose spell. you guys could just stab somebody with it and see what happens. Yeah. Does Bonds <laughs> actually say that? Because I want it to be true. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm that. speaking yeah. in draconic. Yeah. So well, like... obviously, this guy started understanding us, so I stopped. But fair enough. I mean, assuming Vaughn's understands, you would now you do. say something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I'm like, uh, so uh, so on the so on the the <laughs> ones with the reservoir. <laughs> are those the elvish ones? <laughs> uh, no, these are no, nah, these are just standard daggers, but with the reservoir editor, standard dagger. The elvish ones are honestly too nice. They're too balanced. You wouldn't be able to add one to them, I think. Elvish stuff's all particular. See those wavy lines? Folded the metal like a zillion times to do that, from what I understand. So uh hard to hard to throw oh, a reservoir. Yeah, in there. that's 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 real nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you come from cornpone to some weird <laughs> Also, uh, glad to see you're doing better. Look like you were on some rough times last time I saw you. Last time you saw me? Yeah, the Oakley. You hung out that one day. Ran into that scary lady. You were kind of in the area, in and out. Figured you'd moved oh, in. Oh, yeah, again. I was real drunk that day. <laughs> it's like a weird foghorn leghorn meets <laughs> Julia Child thing going on. <laughs> yeah, and your clothing smells awful. I'm glad you replaced that, too. Yeesh. It was a, a real bad week. <laughs> Take your word for it. It's hard to get that unclean of the arcs. Well, that dirty. But if you're down here, maybe I you're wasn't down here. Ian, I wasn't in the... The the hobo gear. Oh, were you not in the hobo gear at the Oakley? No, not not when I went in. Hmm. Well, he did also say he'd seen you around a couple times. Fair enough. Yeah, I was a real bad week. Doing a lot better, thanks. And uh, I'll be like, so uh, so how much for the elven ones? The elven ones are not the magic ones, Correct. right? Correct. There are two masterwork elven daggers. There's one dagger with a poison reservoir built into it. And then there's one dagger that is magic, but you're not sure. Of undeterminate, yeah. indeterminate magic. Uh, okay. The, the elvish ones are 70 for the pair. GP. Is that before, sorry, Ian, is that before or after our 15% discount? That is before. Okay. Assume all these numbers are before and we'll just add them up at the end. Okay. Can I like test out the sort of like, you know, the heft and uh like balance of them sure he uh you know picks picks one up flips it over grabs the you know grabs the blade on the side obviously Uh and passes it to you there's a good wood door across the hallway for that kind of thing the wood door has clearly been used as the practice target for a number of bladed objects and is slowly becoming kindling uh i'll throw i'll throw the dagger uh make an intelligence check to evaluate the weapon uh 19 plus 4 is 3 again. Oh, right. So that shit feels good 20, in your hand. 23. 23. All right. Uh, that shit feels good in your hand, which is not super surprising. The uh, You threw it, right? Yeah, I was just going to throw it. It is incredibly well balanced for throwing to the point that in gameplay mechanics terms, you will get a plus 1 on attacks, both when throwing it and when using it as just a melee weapon. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's kind of standard for experts, so the range also increases by five feet. Oh, I, I like the, I like the way it feels to fling it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll take these. All right. I'll take the pair. Done. So, Bookworm, like what you see? Wealthy. Um, Wealthy is uh, standing there um, with very sheepishly with like 10 books stacked beside her because all stacked up, they actually are taller than she is. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I found some books that I want. <laughs> yeah. So, these are a lot of magical tomes again. Uh huh. Or, you know, related to the study of magic. A lot of them are clearly from Groves' office. You find a few that have Groves' notes in them. Yay. Or at least someone's notes. The stuff that was explicitly labeled Groves, like property thereof or whatever, has mostly been noted for uh, Grix. But yeah, so there's a whole pile of solid magical books. If you get these, you can... If you're doing research related to the kind of stuff you were finding down in that facility, you can add a D4 on top of them. On top okay. of those checks. That said, they're not super cheap. That's going to run you... Gonna run you, um, and it's a book. You're on the arcs. They're kind of expensive. It'll run you ninety gold for oh. the whole thing. Okay. Oh, oh, that's that's highway robbery. Here, take my money. <laughs> All right. She's spent some time on some highways, huh? She's been to the service. She's a trickster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the highway is the road that goes over the mountain, and wealthy lived on the other side of the mountain, so. Yeah, uh, that is the highest road, yeah. I'm going to say uh-huh. the low way is yeah. much easier, but mostly wanted the challenge. <laughs> Why take the tunnel through you could go up and over? Experience the unique joys of oxygen deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Rick's my friend. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Got some, uh, yeah, I'll... Got some books from uh, someone who didn't need them anymore. Okay. Apparently a bit of a fan of Dr. Groves. And uh, have the journal of... Knew I recognized the name from somewhere, but... Uh, I'd assume she's his wife. Or otherwise, that's some uh, disturbingly spicy content for oh. anyone else to have written down, honestly. My, my, my. Dr. Groves' wife? Yes, Dr. Groves' wife. Yeah. Is she, like, real, real pretty or something? I don't know. She's, like, 200 years dead. Oh. Hot. We learn more about Vaughn's every day. <laughs> and or Adam. We're not really sure. <laughs> Sorry. I think, Chris, uh... Sorry. I think I want. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not super interested in the spicy. Uh, I'm more interested in the the technical. How uh, much for the spice? <laughs> by the rest of it, I'll just throw it in. It's. Oh yeah. Okay. It's not great reading. Well, maybe it All is right. for someone. Uh, makes me uncomfortable. Okay. A lot of Fair use enough. of the word tumescent. Uh, oh. <laughs> you don't like a good tumescent tumen tumus. There, <laughs> there, there, there. You're tuckering yourself out. <laughs> uh, uh, but let's see, I got that. Um, I found some, I, I didn't do a lot of searching of the rest of that place, but found some other stuff that seemed to be like notes and things might be okay. useful. Great. Throw that all in. Honestly, that journal creeps me out. Uh, give it all to you for 50 just so it goes away. And also, because you seem like a good guy. Stop me from getting disintegrated, so. Yeah, thanks. Try it. Uh, okay, uh, 50 SA, 50 SA. Uh... Rix is broke. <laughs> I think I think I might have fifty. Checking my sheet. Hey, uh, what uh, what about uh, what uh, what do you think about uh, forty three and seven copper pieces? Well, I and, a fifteen percent uh, discount, so I'll give it to you for forty two gold. Oh, sweet. Five silver All right. pieces. <laughs> Done. All right. Now, Grix is broke. There we go. 
I will uh, chip in. Uh, I'll chip in. I'll chip in twenty of those. Okay, sweet. I bricks can't be broke. That's that's too pathetic. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you want to buy some uh, some uh, uh, chippings of uh, 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 volcanic uh, rock? Real sharp. Where'd you get those? Uh, volcano. <laughs> They're saying a volcano. Oh, is that that tunnel thing? No, it's a volcano. Sure. All Don't right. worry about it. <laughs> uh, I think I'm good. Okay. But bring me anything else you find that's weird. Seem like you t- you all probably get into some interest in stuff. A wealthy, you are looking at 76 gold and 5 silver for your thing. Oh, okay. For your pile of books. And then, Erisene, I told you 70, right? The base yeah, price. I had 59.5 is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you all uh, cough up? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Come on, uh. Morty, there's got to be something I can get you. Nah, I'm good. Got some good materials for alchemy in here. Nah, it's okay. Your loss. Well, open five days a week, so come by uh-huh. anytime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, aren't weeks only like three days long? They're seven, man. Oh, right, 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 right. Weeks are seven. Yeah. Got some picture books in here, too. <laughs> get you reoriented. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. No. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Any of you want any drugs or anything? Got kind of a backstock. Huh? You know, your potions. Your various highs of various sorts. Pills, powders, smokables, drinkables. Some weird no. thing where you vaporize it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Vaughn's is suspicious. All right. No fun people in the crowd. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. Well, it was a pleasure doing business with all of you. Tell your friends. Yeah, likewise. Always happy to take what you have to sell and sell you what you sold me. <laughs> Ideally, what other people sold me, but you'd be surprised. And okay. Uh, sure. Sure. Vaughn's is eager to leave. Um, I imagine he's holding some of Wealthy's books. Because yeah. Wealthy's little. Yeah, I'm not entirely... Um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to arrange to leave these here and, and come back and pick up a couple. Because they're going to have to be transported one at a time. Well, how many are there? Ten. There's- they're as tall as I am. And as a stack, and you all have backpacks and arms. Yeah. You can get it. Okay. Especially between yeah. the four of you, you can manage this thing. Wealthy, come on. You've been a excessively present library patron for years. You can carry a stack like five of these things. Like <laughs> teeter over your head. <laughs> yeah, Ericene will definitely take a bunch of them. Several arm loads. So we're headed back to our place? So we can drop uh, yeah. these off, or back to the uh, back to yeah, either our place or the uh, brewery, one or the other. Yeah. All right, you all head on out. Yeah. To... And, uh, I'm gonna go back home and go to sleep because I have not done that in a while. Properly. Yes. Grix passes out. Ericene, wealthy bonds. I assume you all do the same. Uh, actually, based well, on the rotation. Ericene's... And, yeah, is Ericene on bonds duty to uh, watch bonds sleep? Okay. And wealthy, I assume you just go home and crash out. Yeah. Do you sleep in a pile of the new books or do you just admire them on the shelf before going to bed? <laughs> no, no, I've got one in bed with me while I read it while I go to sleep. She's petting them and rubbing them down with book glaze, <laughs> making them shiny. Um, the book purrs after gently. <laughs> has gotten back to Vaughn's place, she is going to like, you know, take off her disguise, like wash up. And uh, she's brought a book uh she's brought one of the one of the books that her grandfather assigned her okay oh, story time Vaughn loves a story before he goes to sleep 
Although something tells me that this one's full of racial tension. Do, do you read Bond's a history book to lull him to sleep? Sure. Okay. You start reading your book, Vons, you start fading off. Oh, Vons, of course, has also given her the, the length of rope. Yeah. You're, you're, all, you're all tied I've on. just, like, wound it around my wrist and uh, kind of, like, tied it tied it off a little bit. Yeah. Erisene um, knows how to tie appropriate ties. So something where you can grab it and have a really firm hold, but also it will not trap you attached to it should, should something happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you get that set up. You start reading Vons. You start drifting off to sleep to the sound of Erisene's voice and the tink, tink, tink of Mitt trying to mine out a bedroom on your basement level. <laughs> before, before we go, before I let Vons fall asleep, I'm like, so like, did you adopt him or something? Like, what the fuck is going on with you? I mean, not officially yet. I'm not entirely sure how that works. But like, are you... Did you know him before? Nope. Always wanted kids, though. You wanted kids? You should tell Green that. <laughs> it's always a good conversation to have. Wait, right? you That want... is first date material right there. You wanted- Only for you, wa- you just don't seem like- You don't really seem like a connections with other people kind of a person is all. I mean, they seem really useful, and my parents had a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just looking for free labor well you know and um so do you feel like you own the children once they're born because that's fucked up i mean only until they're of age right and then then they uh get their own property that's, that's how that goes so uh, now i get to no. unlock the cut scene where i get to find out your uh <laughs> tragic backstory that explains why you are like this he doesn't have one <laughs> he just is he's a living was that lucky it was. <laughs> he's a living tragic backstory he's he's writing it as we speak uh damn Holmes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah that got real uh anyway um whatever bonds doesn't like, I think it's fairly evident that he doesn't actually think that people are property. He just, uh... I don't think that's evident at all from anything that you ever say as him. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Now, Von, Vons does think that people are individuals and he, you know, he gives um, uh, Green her privacy, kind of. Green like, or he, lucky? He, <laughs> oh well yeah certainly green uh also lucky to a lesser degree uh he, he respects autonomy he just uh i don't know he thinks he's doing he honestly thinks he's doing Mitt a favor yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh erisine erisine tucks into the book and just lets this one go because it's too late at night <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a long conversation yeah. Okay. Fonzie head off to sleep, and we will pick up there next time. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. 
If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our memes, hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. Castles and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Oh, there are many ways it could have not been a sexual reference. I am just broken inside and or wired inside in a very weird way. <laughs> and everything's a euphemism, apparently. <laughs> Everything is a euphemism. It's okay. It's okay. It's also the name of my new erotica review podcast. So. That's why we've got that big E on our... Uh... No, but for real, Ian, if you want to have an erotica review podcast, <laughs> I would be on board for that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need is another podcast. <laughs> You're only doing no, one. Be... Come on. That's once true. You, I think it's once you start lot, one though. podcast. Well, once you start one podcast, like you, you Yeah, I think you're legally you required to be on at least two. Yeah. <laughs> After a while you just record yourself doing dishes and whatever the hell else you're up to on a day and you uh, just throw it up online. It's fine. Everything is content, baby. <laughs> Life is great. <laughs> now I want a dishes podcast. I don't know how that would work. But yeah, so. Sounds terrible. Just imagine all the clinking right in your ears. And I the hate scraping it. noises. I don't know. I put a lot of thought into uh, like what rack I put a given thing on. And you narrate the whole thing like a nature documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the angle of the of dishwasher jets, that matters. Yeah. I don't know. If you if you turn down the, uh, you know, background noise and up the, the, the audio reverb, uh, like uh, close talk. Get some ASMR stuff in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can hear all of the jingling of the silverware and tell but people like whether mild. you're putting your forks with the tines up or down. Uh-huh. I think we better just actually do the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, wealthy bonds, you're doing mm. a sleep study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably yeah and and probably a little bit more increasingly when he's like drunk or whatever he's had too many fumes just starts barking at cars like how my texas accent comes out you have a texas accent kind of i i nearly it's not the it's not the standard texas accent it's not what you think of as the texas accent because there's actually like seven. Oh yeah no i'm familiar with that <laughs> what uh, fucking but, ever yeah. we have a bonus episode now <laughs> uh-huh. yeah he's still even when he thinks that his accent is out. It it it's not as much as I feel I like. I've only... had people make fun of me. It's fine. fine. We can we can record you and we can get a linguist yeah. in the room to point things out. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every podcast could rent a linguist from time to time and have some fun with it. That's how you know we're nerds. <laughs> like yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> it's I data. Several linguist yeah. blogs. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know a linguist. I'm, I'm friends with a linguist. Kind of haven't talked to her in a while. I'm really excited for us to have a very weirdly specific, like, you know, experts bonus uh-huh. episode <laughs> series. 
Let's talk about urban planning. <laughs> Speaking of bonus episodes, this almost is one. <laughs> yeah, we're just. Yeah. For Fox's sake. 